what a difference a day makes. Oh, my stars. I felt so pretty. I still have my earring in, my inner conch or conch. What is it? Is it conch? When Bahamas, you eat conch. So I wonder if the inside of the ear is conch. It's got to be pronounced conch, right? Even though it's C-O-N-C-H. It's conch. It's got to be. That doesn't taste too good. That was why I went to a Burger King in the Bahamas when I went many, many, many years ago. And at the Burger King, they had conch fritters. And I guess like in the United States, if you go up to Maine and you go to McDonald's, they have like a lobster roll. So I guess... Fast food restaurants, they have their specialty for whichever region they're in. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Fast Food Talk on AWOL Zebra. Cannot believe I'm in the bed because nobody wants to see <laughs> me walk. <laughs> My, and I'm laughing because I could cry, but why? I, I'm walking... My hair's pulled back in a ponytail, part of it. No, I braided it. Oh, yeah, cool, I did. I forgot. I braided it, but the hair that I had cut to the front to give me, like, an angular, you know, to, to give me some definition to my face, you know, whatever they do when they angle cut it and whatever it is, and that's pulled forward. I look like a teetotal wreck. My son's getting ready to take a shower. That's his music playing but I try to walk and the first couple steps are magnificent. And then I just start walking into the wall and I try to use that to hold me up. I don't want to ask for help. My husband's just looking at me going, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Didn't you take your bromide? And I'm on that new bromide that you take 180 before you go to bed. I didn't do much yesterday. I drove my son around to appointments and things and, and told you my hair, I felt good. I still feel pretty good. <laughs> but my body doesn't care. And I'm craving potato salad like with vish, viciousness. I've got to have some potato salad. So I finally got an Instacart order worked up. My husband's going to pick that up. I've got to get Wyland. His toe is messed up. So I'm like, we need to go to urgent care. And my husband's just looking at me, just going, what have you done wrong? And it's so frustrating because I don't know. And he's like, you're barefoot. You need shoes on. Why are you barefoot? And I'm like, it's actually helpful for me to be barefoot. Remember, I was doing that grounding thing. It really didn't do much. I mean, I just walked outside in the grass in the backyard when I could get there. Can't get much further than the bathroom at the moment. There goes my voice. It's going again. And there goes my jaw. It's, I can feel it. It's fascial adhesions are actually so tight in my jaw underneath and around my neck. There we go. I have to like lean back. I'm in the bed. And if I don't have my collar on, the um, adhesions are pulling my body. And there's one that I found on my right side that I can't get out. The reason why I'm talking about the fascial adhesions is because you're sitting there and you get in muscle spasms and you don't know why. Think about your fascia. It's pulling. And what's happening is I'm releasing adhesions 
And then when I get left with some big ones, they start pulling so hard because they're, it's just more noticeable now, the more that I get released. And it pulls, like right now I feel like something is just pulling my stomach. But when I felt the adhesion, I just can't get to it. It's super deep and I don't have the strength and it's hard to get at that angle in your ribs, but I'm trying. But over time, the adhesions got worse because I didn't know about them and my body got acclimated to walking and doing the things that it did. Right now, my toes, When I, uh, the reason why I'm walking barefoot is because I noticed it as stupid as it sounds, walking in the grass. My husband put gravel down for like a little walkway and it hurts your feet. And then there's some that don't hurt your feet. He's got a little different pathways and stuff. And when I go outside and I walked on the gravel, I felt the sensations in my feet. Then I walked on the grass and I felt things in my feet that I haven't felt in years because I have no adhesions stopping me from bending my foot. And so I'm feeling it. So I'm walking around the house barefoot because my toes are actually separating now. And my toes are actually working. And when they're in my shoes, I will curl up my toes. It's like you go back, you're a creature of habit and everything kind of curls up and starts spasming like I'm starting to do now. I'm starting to get a little cold, so I got to warm up. But I have found that being able to spread my foot out completely makes a difference and is helping me stop that domino effect of the adhesions working up my legs and going into my stomach. Right now, the, like I said, oh, there's one and it's just pulling me. I'm lying here and all of a sudden I can feel that I'm going at a proper posture lying there and it's an adhesion pulling. It's a severe spasm. You get in those muscle spasms. Do you have those? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you get where your body just gets so tense? It's so cold. Like just a little bit of coldness makes my body freeze up um, and it hurts and then it pulls is what it does. But my husband's like, put your shoes on, you, 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 you need, and I said, I can't, I don't have the energy to try to explain it, and I'm not really able to explain it, because I don't know what's happening to my body, I just know that being able to put my foot flat on the ground and feel the floor makes a difference than shoving my feet into shoes, so if I can be barefoot, it's like, it makes a difference. But my husband's looking at me. He's concerned. I think he gets real aggravated. And he starts, I I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I was like, why are you being such a dick? <laughs> That's just what I asked him. Man, you're a dick. Why are you being such a dick? Sorry to keep saying that. And if your name's Richard and you go by dick, then that's cool. But he, I have to look at his side. He sees me and he sees, I guess, the pain in my face. I messaged a, a friend of mine and she responded, 
your voice is heartbreaking. And I'm going, oh my gosh, do I sound that bad? Really? It's not that bad. I mean, I know there are people out there so much worse than me. I don't think I sound all that bad. And then another friend, and when I say friends, you know, people that I've met through Facebook, you know, Jennifer is my friend (laughs) and Neely. I've got Jennifer and Neely and Bobby in town. But when I mention other people, it's through Facebook that I've met people and stuff like that. But anyway, one woman messaged me back and she, I did a video on Facebook showing how I do the fascial releases in AWOL Zebra from the knees down. And she was messaging me about it. And with hours, I had to respond to her. I've lost my ability to walk and talk and I can't hold my phone. And she's like, you should be a case study. I really don't think I'm all that bad. I just have a few little issues I'm trying, a few hiccups that I'm trying to manage here. But I guess maybe I sound worse than I think. Um, Maybe I look a lot worse than I thought. And my husband, he just doesn't like to see me hurting. And I think it aggravates him because there's nothing he can do. And he'll walk in front of me and grab me and, like, let me put my hands on his arms while I'm holding, like, gripping with all my might right there at the fold of his arms, right there at the elbow. And because he doesn't want to subflux anything on me, he's holding, like, my elbows and guiding me to the bed. It's got to be miserable for him. You know, this vital hot young thing that attracted him in 2007 with my shorts and my exquisite tan and my blonde hair. Come to find out, he's like, you weren't blonde at all. (laughs) I just did. I was like, don't you know about color? I said, but I had used like sunning and stuff for so long. I didn't know what my real color was, but I was hot. 2007, oh my goodness, yeah. My waist, somebody thought it was like a 13-inch waist, and they thought it was tiny, six foot one. You know, no bosoms or anything, but, you know, I had long legs, 36-inch legs, and they were super tan. I knew how to work what I had, and I didn't have much. (laughs) And what I had, I've lost. So now he's stuck with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> but I got him. I hooked him in wearing, you know, shorts and, you know, because he came, you know, to sell me a roof repair. And, well, one thing led to another. And I got me a husband. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, I have, I'm wiping tears from laughing so hard. <laughs> Is that what it is? My friend, she's like, you sound exhausted. I don't think I do. I think I'm giddy. I'm giddy. I'm so giddy. I feel so lost. I'm so sorry. Oh, Lord. You know, you have to be able to laugh sometimes because this illness sucks. I'm trying to place grocery orders. I'm ordering 
things of potato salad because I can't get up and make my own. I used to make good potato salad. I think highly of myself in the used does, couldn't I? I used to look real good. I used to cook real good. I used to, I used to, I used to be a good disc jockey. Now, <laughs> this is what we've got. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, it feels good to laugh. Actually, it does. And you know, that's something I found out too. When my body starts spasming, if nobody's in the house, I can go, ah, and I scream and like letting the air in my body seems to like pop it. And I think what it is, is now remember, there's no medical jargon and no medical expertise for me. This is just what I'm feeling. But see, I just kind of laughed and now my voice feels a little bit better. It sounds a little bit better, I think, but going, ah, but you yell really, really loud it pops. I can feel my diaphragm like popping on the inside and I'm getting air and my spasms are getting less. And as I start talking more and allowing my body to kind of go back in, then the spasms start. Then I start losing my voice again and then I can't walk. Learning something new together. See, that's the thing. We learn by sharing. I wouldn't have done it if we hadn't have been here together. So thank you for being here with me. But yeah, at the moment, nobody really wants my company. And I guess I don't look the most pleasant. I'm craving potato salad. And I'm trying to manage, I'm slowing down now. <laughs> I've got bills to pay, paperwork to do. It's August, right? <laughs> it is August. And so, this is what a difference a day makes. I was riding high yesterday and feeling like I looked partially okay. And now I can't hardly do anything. But the pain is like really cool. It's like not bad. Because I guess I'm not up doing damage to my body. I'm hurting because I'm spasming. I'm hurting because my body's pulling. And now that I, I'm learning my body so much, it's the fascial adhesions. Like when I touched my side, I went, oh my gosh. I was like, that hurts like a mud. That really hurts. And I was like, felt it on the other side. I went, that's not my quadratus lumborum or quadratus, whatever you want to say. I was like, that's on the back side of my rib. And I'm like, oh, I remember, I think I broke that rib coffin one day when I had pneumonia many years ago. And I bet that's an adhesion that I just haven't been able to get to that I'm now starting to get to. Because as I said, as you start releasing them, they get better. My pain is almost really non-existent. It's killing me and my jaw because of the, at the, the, and that's from when I hit the ground at the age of five using my jaw to stop me. So yeah, that is, I'm feeling that. And that's from the trauma from when I was five years old, almost 50 years ago. If I take away two, I'm 53, 48 years ago. So ooh, that was quick math. Ah, I'm getting better. But I, 
I can't believe I can honestly say, although it's taken me a hell of a long time, I am releasing the adhesions. My pain is minimal at this point right now. My pain wasn't so bad. It is the pulling going on inside my body with these spasms. So if you have distorted fascia, if you can get to it before it gets you, take it down and get out the adhesions. I just have to figure out how not to be so darn fatigued. Now, after listening to this, and perhaps maybe I'll go back and listen, I'm still going to let it go because, like I said, I don't re-record anything that I put out. It goes with errors and all because that's just how I am. That's what it would be in real life. If I met you in real life, I couldn't say all this crap to you and go, ooh, I didn't like what I said. Hold on one second. Forget everything. Beep, 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 beep. And I'm going to come right back and start over my conversation. So that's why I do the podcast like I do. It's real conversation. If I sat here and pieced it together, I don't know how. I mean, I can work audacity, 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 the audacity of you. Ooh, I can work audacity. That's a program, but it's not on my phone, and I'm not getting up to go to my studio downstairs because that's too far away. So I do what I can on my phone, and I think there's a way to edit and do stuff, but why? This is real life, and so because I don't get redos in real life, why am I going to do a redo on a podcast? Because if I come to you off footloose and fancy free with no errors are you ever going to take me would you take me seriously now (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) but i'm just saying you might it might be more believable that what i'm doing is something you can achieve and there's a reason for you to get up out of bed. If I went from being stuck in bed and the only thing I'm doing, I'm not asking you to buy. If you want to buy the tools, that's great. But if you can find a way to do it without the tools, do it. I'm asking you to work on your fascia. I don't care if you get somebody to rub you down hard and nasty. Whatever you need to do, you work on that fascia. You don't have to buy the tools that I have and I've got to get the new link because that changed in August just something else to add to the to-dos which is an extremely long list my welcome list for the groups I've got to go and do my you know because I do an individual welcome I'm behind on that I'll get into there but I'm realizing that what little bit I do takes away I start off with vim and vigor and then boom I just go down so that's why the podcast is real (laughs) it's how I am when you are around me. So now I wonder why my husband would get aggravated. I would be aggravated with me too, I guess. But maybe I'd be a lot of fun at parties. And imagine, I have no alcohol in me right now. This is me drug-free. And I'm almost pain-free, honestly. So work on your fashion. That's all I've been doing. Right now, I've got to figure out this fatigue I do feel that 
my brain fog since I started this new bromide, the 180 extended release the night before, or when you go to bed. I, I'm just adding too much in there. Water seeks its own level. Simplify it, Christy. Go down. Take it bedtime. Boom. There you have it. Plain and simple. And it goes and releases all throughout the day because as you might be able to tell, I don't really manage taking my medication well. Like I'm supposed to take three 15 milligrams of baclofen three times a day. And I'm like, do I do it when I get up at six? And then when would be the next hour? Cause I'm like, there's 24 hours in a day and you get one pain pill every four hours. But do I do that? I, I can't divide up the day and figure out the time to take the medication. So extended release is the way for me to go. But I do not feel like the brain fog is all there. I feel really put together. I feel, it don't sound it, but I feel it. And I've got my earrings and it makes me feel pretty. Oh, do I? Yeah, it's still there. My hands are so cold because of the rain knots. <laughs> my fingers are so white that when I touch my ear, they're so cold. I can't feel. <laughs> God, my body's falling apart and I'm laughing. Oh no, it's there. I can't tell. My fingers are numb. <laughs> Another part of this illness. Oh, welcome. So, yeah, but I feel like the brain fog is going away. I know I've got paperwork to do and I think I can do it, but the problem is every little bit I do seems to go down and down as far as taking away my energy. And I don't like that, but I'm going to figure it out. That's why another reason we do all this and keep it. We, I say we, I, but it's just me pushing a button and recording. But I really am getting my body better, although it doesn't really sound like it. By working on my fascia, it's the only thing that I've been able to do to get any relief. I'm realizing that stress makes it worse. When my husband was a little snappy, you know, this morning, I could feel my jaw start to tense. And I'm not blaming him. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying I understand now, like, when the doctors say, you know, stress and trauma makes things worse. Yes, it does. But a, nor a, a person that doesn't have a connective tissue issue can handle somebody snapping at them or handle something traumatic that happened to them without their body screwing up on them and stopping. We don't have that luxury. So it doesn't matter how much I work through my childhood, you know, you know, things that I feel maybe shouldn't have gone into my childhood or anything like that, or try to work through. None of that is stopping me from working my body. My body is actually stopping me from working. But when there are some adhesions left and say something stresses you out, your body goes on defense. That's what I'm feeling. 
So I get when the doctors say, oh, stress and trauma makes it worse, but it wouldn't matter. I could have sat down with Dr. Laura. Does anybody, everybody know who she is? Or Dr. Ruth, or, well, she does the sex. I don't have that problem. Dr. Laura, she's the one that's supposed to be able to fix all your things. But then when, you know, it's like when you go to a hairdresser, their hair is never done. When you go to a person that cleans homes for a living, their house is never cleaned. The dental person, their teeth aren't done. Well, that's not really true because I worked in a dental office and we were anal about keeping our teeth. But that's just the general rule. Whatever, you know, like the roofer's roof leaks. That's not true either because my husband's a roofer and he'd be embarrassed if his roof was leaking. But that's just my, my focal group of a few people in my life that I've known in my life that were hairdressers and were maids and things like that and their house wasn't kept up and stuff like that and like Dr. Laura was supposed to be the woman that could help you on the radio but then her life was all messed up on the inside but anyway oh man my fingers are so numb but anyway I could talk to anybody. Dr. Phil, does that help out? I'm helping all the age demographics because we are from, you know, the teenagers up to the 60 plus crowd and we're in Mexico, 16 countries now. <laughs> I can't wait to learn more if anybody else joins because I know there's like 90 or more, right? So I'm excited. So it does not matter how much I talk about Oh, woe is me. I was this as a child and this happened to me. That's just not, and I'm not mocking anybody that it has truly affected. What I'm trying to say is that crud that happened to me when I was younger, my abusive relationships and, and things like that, did not stop me from walking. It was the physical damage to my body. Now, the guy that drugged me through the door and popped my rib and broke my rib, okay, you know, that was a little traumatic, but talking about it doesn't mess me up. But where that rib was broken is an issue, a physical situation. So, because my body is out of whack on the inside, stress kind of messes me up a bit. So that's how I will agree to disagree with the doctors when I say, yeah, I understand stress and stuff makes it worse. But if my body was a regular, normal body, not the eccentric, unique wonderful body that it is but if I was just a normal regular old body that didn't sublux and have sticky fascia that stuff would affect me and maybe mess with me mentally but it wouldn't stop me from walking I could have spoken about any of this I still wasn't going to get up it was releasing the fascial adhesions. And we'll just leave it at that. That's my personal opinion. And that's in my humble... Man, I want some potato salad. I can't wait 
Tell my, because I've got potato salad coming. I've got red skin potato salad. I've got mustard potato salad. I've got mashed potatoes. I've got potatoes, potatoes. I'm craving potatoes and salt. Got to have, ooh, french fries. Ooh, that might be good too. Mmm, okay. I got to figure out what to do. So, yes, that is where we'll leave us today, my friend. I do agree that the stress makes it worse, but a regular body could handle it. It's all the stuff that's happened to my body that has made it to where it doesn't work. Right now, my left hand's all kind of not doing, it's doing its own thing. My body's pulling, but I'm in so little pain. I just feel the spasms and if I had been up, I think I'd be feeling a little bit worse. But I'm stuck in the bed. And I am going to eagerly await my potato salad. Never ate it as a child. Didn't like it. But man, I'm craving it now. And my nails are starting to go a little bit because I'm drinking that collagen water. And my hair is looking pretty darn good. So, yeah. Woohoo, yay me. Another day in the life of an individual with HEDS, another AWOL zebra moment. And I thank you for taking the time to share it with me. Send me your messages. I will respond. I love hearing from each and every one of you and I really do appreciate you coming back each and every day. Now I'm starting to sound like, what was it, the Jetsons? Rosie. I'm starting to sound like they're made. They're Rosie the, <laughs> the maid's voice. There it goes. So I think that's a sign. Crystal and Hanchie, AWOL Zebra, have a lovely day.